0: Bang bang! welcome to the potty is brought to you by bet with joel the best in sports betting advice you sign up to bet with joel he sends you what bets to take where to take them, how much of your bankroll to put on them, and why what else could you want from a premium betting service um he he has spent well he did spend you know uh about a decade being a professional gambler right that's how he made his money what what did he do during the day, Clay? Gamble, bro. That's what he did. He's a fucking... He knows what he's doing. And uh, we... He's been banned from every bookmaking site because he, he was winning that much. So now we get... We get the uh, the benefit of his knowledge. He started Bet With Joel because he thinks it's unfair that he's not allowed to be the bookies anymore. So now he's letting us beat him. You sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty p-o-d-d-y and enter promo code potty exclusive 50 that's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription there are no lock-in subscriptions you can end it at any time i don't know why you'd want to if you can make you know a couple and a couple extra hundred dollars a week a couple thousand extra whatever it is that you decide to bet why wouldn't you Sign up to Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. You want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Buy yourself a soft fucking Welcome to the Potty unsourced t shirt. All right? These shits are butter soft. I mean, you can cook pancakes in this motherfucker. I mean, I wouldn't put it in the pan, but you can wear it while you cook them. All right? go to welcome to the slash store buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt you get like 25 extra swag points you're looking real good you got to start putting towels down whenever girls walk by you it's delicious okay um and if you're a girl that wears it you also have to put towels down for for dudes that start dripping for you all right that was disgusting but welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirts Go to the website, welcometothepotty.com slash store, buy them, support the show, and 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. This month of uh, February, we are doing the Adelaide Koala Rescue, so um, get amongst it. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. welcome away. Welcome, Welcome to the Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman. Because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PR podcast and the Captain. I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking Terry Cruiser of podcasting, bro, because I'm just a big fucking swole guy, you know? that, But is really just a big teddy bear, man. And the reason I say this is because Rachel, my, uh, my lady, my girl, my woman, my old and chain, my old bag, she, um, she, uh, she likes to cuddle. Okay. And what she'll do is she'll cuddle me and she'll, she knows that I don't really like to cuddle. I'm not a very cuddly man. I like, I like my space. I like, I've got a personal bubble. I don't really like people in it. Even if it's, you know, my girlfriend, the lady that, um, lets me do sex with her, you know? So I don't really like to cuddle. And so what she'll do is she'll just hang on for dear life. And even if she needs to fart, she does silent ones, Right she just silent farts. And so I'll just be sitting there and I'll all of a sudden be like, what the fuck? You know? Cause she eats pretty healthy. And when you eat healthy, you smell worse, you know? Cause I eat decent. I eat pretty decent, but sometimes I'll have like a donut or like a, like a lot of beers. I do beers a lot. Um, what else? Sometimes I'll get a burger if I, you know, if I really need to. Um, but I, yeah, man, I, my farts are like, you know they stink but but hers dude it's like you know lentils and like beets hummus you know she she's really collecting like you know stuff that goes rotten you know whereas i you know if i'm having refined sugar from time to time that shit's more of a preservative dude so shit's not even gone rotten inside you so that's the way i see it um It's all unsourced here at the welcome to the potty podcast. I don't know if that's how farts work, but I do know this. I don't want to be sitting on my couch with you when, and you, you want to be cuddling and shit. And I'm, I'm, now I'm in a gas cloud, bro. Now I'm all gassed up. I'm like sitting there with fucking Fartina Hingis, man. Like she's just sitting there like hitting fart aces at me, you know? She's, you know, she's playing up on the net and doing grand slams in my face, you know? So not really, sh- you know, I'm not really sure if I, uh, you know, if, if I need to make new rules in the house, like no cuddling or like, I don't want to do no farting. Cause I do like farts. Um, there's something about farts, man, that, you know, it's funny even before you know what humor is. Right? So when you're a baby you laugh at like peekaboo and you laugh at being tickled and stuff. And laughing is one of the things, right? It's, it's like a visceral response. Um, it's something that is just in us, right? Like crying. It's like a, it's just in us. We know, we know when to laugh without being taught it. Right. And that's why I love comedy. Being able to just, to just, uh, sort of, cultivate this primal response in people is great. And I guess I could cultivate a primal response like fear if I wanted to be maybe a kidnapper or serial killer, but more, more of like, let's say a positive primal response instead of just a primal response. Cause I don't really want to make people cry or nothing like that. Um, but yeah, that's just uh food for thought really. Um, but that's why I want to do... That's why I like doing comedy, I think. Being able to make people feel that... Um, and feel that comfortable enough to allow that... That primal response out in public is... Um, that's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, I think babies know that farts are funny. They do... They they will fart and giggle at you. And so from the age of zero, you know that farts are funny. So if, if I fart and you call me gross, dude... I know you're lying to me, bro. Because farts... Are fucking funny, and that's that's another thing, dude. That's another thing I love about Rachel, man. I don't remember when I first farted in front of her. I'm th- i thinking it was pretty early on, early in the piece. Um, but she accepted that shit and she laughed at it. And when they laugh at it, that's um, that's good news. That's that's someone that I choose to to stick it out with, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure my my previous ex, my last ex, my most recent ex, I remember. I remember the first time I farted in front of her because I I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. It was an accidental fart. Um, I hadn't been with her that long, so I didn't really want to fart yet. And um, we had just finished doing sex. And I had practiced, so I had to get up and put my gear on. And um, while I was pulling up my compression shorts, I, I farted, dude, by accident. It was like, yeah, it was like just... The pressure of the compression shorts or something around my fucking thighs just squeezed a fart out, and I know farts don't come from your thighs, but it was—it must have—it must have escaped down further than than my anus. It must have gone down to like my hips and down to you know my my quadriceps and my my gluteus maximus and the yeah I guess the compression shorts squeezed a fart out of me and I looked up like um you know how if you shine a a torch at like a possum and it looks at you like oh, what the fuck is he doing that that's kind of what happened I looked up at my girlfriend at the time and she looked at me and she she kind of giggled but it didn't seem like an impressed giggle It was like I'll giggle so you don't feel bad but that was gross type of thing whereas Rachel if I fight if I do a big one she'll just laugh at it Cause I've sometimes mostly in the morning, like first thing in the morning, I wake up and bruh, it is like a brass band is playing, you know, <laughs> you know, fucking noise. So um, yeah, I bring that heat in the morning, but yeah, dude, if you tell me farts ain't funny, uh, there's something wrong with you, bro. Not me. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Um, That's all I'm trying to say, man. I didn't do any notes for today. Um, I got a lot of emails this week. So I I figured we would just basically rely mostly on you guys. I do have two things I want to talk about um, in the news. So Moneymaker Mitch, take it to the news if you will. All right. So Gail King is a media personality, um, or something. I guess she does news or interviews or something. I don't really know what she does, but I don't care, bruh. But she interviewed Lisa Leslie, um, one of the best female basketball players of all time. Um, Los Angeles Sparks icon, um, you know, Olympic, um, you know, USA Olympic team, um, friend of Kobe Bryant. Okay. And, um, Oh, by the way, I think they discovered that there's no signs of en- engine failure on Kobe's helicopter, but I think we all know it was, it was weather, weather related. I think we had already found that anyway. Um, so this woman's, this woman, Gail King, you know, um, she, she's interviewing Lisa Leslie about Kobe and she just gets fixated on the rape allegations of 2003. Okay. Okay. Now, this girl, I'm not talking about Lisa Leslie, I'm talking about the, the accuser. She refused to testify. And most of the time when people refuse to testify it's because they don't want to perjure themselves. So, you know, think about that. Um, her sexual history was questionable, you know? She brings in, you know, a pair of panties to get tested and it's got all like different men's semen on them. And she's just saying that Kobe's the rapist, the rich guy that she's suing. That's the only rapist. You know what I'm saying? So this shit settles out of court because she didn't want to testify. Right. Um, so Gail, Gail King's like just questioning Lisa Leslie about this shit. And Lisa's like, listen, that's not the man I knew. He never told me, you know, oh, you know, get that girl to come over here or whatever. And I've got NBA friends that do do that. And that's fine. But Kobe wasn't that guy. You know? She said Kobe was like a wholesome man and all that. He was a friend. She respected him. All this shit. And she goes, and the media needs to just let that other shit go, right? Respect him. You had all this time. It's 2020. You had 17 years to talk about all this bullshit, right? And now he's dead and you want to fucking tarnish his legacy? Suck my dick. Now I'm paraphrasing, all right? It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but... um, uh, Big ups to... Big up! Big up me! <laughs> big up me island massive, man! Um, Chet Hanks. I know it sounded like Ali G, but... Dude, we played the Chet Hanks video last episode, so just... Fucking keep up. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, big ups to Lisa Leslie for just being like, Hey, Gail, you know, get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. We're mourning this man's death right now. And then Gail King comes out saying like, All the network released that video without my consent. And all the network didn't even, we didn't talk about it. Of course, I respect Kobe. And Shut the fuck up, Gail. You know what you did. You know what you did. And And by the way, in the interview... She just keeps pushing it. She keeps pushing it, like, oh, the Ray-Ban in two thousand three. And Lisa Leslie, like, oh yeah, I, yeah, that's not, you know, we shouldn't be speaking about that. It's not really my thing. She's like, yes, but don't you think that then? You know? Lisa Leslie, like, oh yeah, well, it settled out of court. The girl didn't want to testify, so I think about that. And then she's like, oh yes, but doesn't that mean that it didn't? Want to, it did settle out of court, so you know they didn't. Uh, ding 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 ding. You know. So, I mean, I don't have demographics of who's white and who's black that listens to this show, but hey, hey, white people, you can take Gail King if you want, because I don't think she wants to be one of us, and I don't think we want her anymore, bruh. I'm not even sure that we wanted her to begin with. But we'll keep Lisa, thank you. Um and we'll take, you know, we'll trade, we'll actually trade Lisa. No, we'll trade Gail King for Chet Hanks. Um yeah, we'll take Chet Hanks. Thanks. Um, because he, you know, he, he already thinks he's, you know, Jamaican, um, and, um, and, you know, I'm willing to accept it. I'm willing to accept him the way he is, like with his mental issues and all that. It's all good, but I don't think he's crazy. I think it's just like, (sighs) I think sometimes if your dad's famous, bruh, like dumb famous, you might feel like you're a failure if you don't live up to it. And so he's just trying to be recognized, as for his music. And I'm not sure why he was talking patois or what's it called? Patois? I think that's what it's called, um, that Jamaican dialect. But I think, you know, I think it's just pressure of your dad's Tom Hanks. I mean, you know... Your dad's also Tom Hanks, you know, like, you, you're definitely white, you know, because <laughs> Tom Hanks, you know, he's... Most of the movies he's in is all white movies, and also, if there is a black guy, they make sure he dies early. Remember Bubba Gump? You know, blue shrimp, green shrimp, pink shrimp, big shrimp, small shrimp. Um, He died, bro, early. He got popped. You know? That big-ass lip, so... Um Yeah, so I don't know. Chet Hanks, your dad's Tom Hanks, you know? Um What was that? That was Gail King I just finished talking about. So yeah, you guys can take Gail King. We'll take Chet Hanks. Um Coronavirus guys. I think there's been now over five hundred and ninety deaths, including the guy who, you know, was what they're calling him the whistleblower, but I thought whistleblowers was more to do with business you know like oh this dude you know this dude's robbing cunts you know this dude's doing you know ponzi you know um and ponzi is when ponzi scheme is when one dude does something and then it's two dudes underneath, underneath him though no, that's pyramid scheme ponzi scheme is like you you take people's money right you take people's money and then... And you say you're going to reinvest it and get them this much more money, right? And then when other people invest, you just take their money and give it to the next guy and be like, look how much money we got you. And then you got to keep doing that and you're always going to be... There's no win in that game. You know what I mean? And that's that's Ponzi. but And that's like... Ponzi scheme is almost like those little Russian dolls where there's a littler one and a littler one. And... You start off as the big one, but you're the one that keeps getting smaller because there's less to give. Around, there's less to give out every time, you know. And until eventually you lose. So, and that's basically that's basically this, you know, the financial science behind Bernie Madoff. So, if you need t- to break that down to friends, just let them know that you know Russian babushka dolls or whatever they're called is basically that's basically. The big and the small of it. No pun intended. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So whistleblower, I thought was more business like, oh, this dude, you know, Weinstein'd me, you know, this dude said, if I sucked him off, he'd put me in a movie. And then I didn't suck him off and he didn't put me in a movie. And I, that, I mean, that sounds like the deal basically that just, but, um, do Weinstein's gross. And one girl testified against him and she said that she wasn't sure if he had a dick or a v- vagina when he, when she saw it. She said his dick was, like, inverted. And sometimes that happens to me if, like, um, you know, sometimes Rachel takes a shit with the door open, bro, and I'll, you know, my dick will go a little bit inverted. You know? So maybe he saw too much of that. Um, But, no, nah, I'm pretty sure I heard he was fucking broad, so... Unless he was scissoring, and I'm pretty sure he's got a little dick under there somewhere. But he looks like... Um, he reminds me of... Dude, he actually does look like coronavirus, to be honest. Like, if you look, if you drew a picture of a person that would personify coronavirus, you would probably end up accidentally drawing a Harvey Weinstein. That's what, I mean, that's what I would think of. Um, But yeah, this whistleblower, they're calling him the whistleblower, but he's basically the guy that said, hey guys, look, coronavirus is a thing and it's out there and cats have got it over here in Wuhan, you know? um China but this dude died and guess what he died of coronavirus so this is this is where things for me turn into a conspiracy let me just take a sip of this delicious fucking coffee now if that is dude if there's a coffee sponsor out there that wants to sponsor this show dude dude, reach out welcome to potty at gmail.com because I'm not naming I'm not naming names here I'm just saying coffee, but you your your brand can be attached to this shit. This is fucking unreal, dude. I love coffee, bro. Two to three a day, I reckon. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, sir. And my mom's gonna come over with little tricks later today, and she's gonna go get me another coffee from down um down the street. There, uh, we've got a we've got a really good coffee shop like one block away from our house, which is. Fucking dope, son. So that's where Mum comes and she drops off Trixie, and she goes off and gets the coffees. But I reckon maybe today I'll go, I'll go with Mum to get the coffees. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're trying to talk about coronavirus. Um, yeah. So this dude died of coronavirus. The whistleblower, the doctor, the scientist. He di- he dies of coronavirus, right? And um, I guess what I have to say about that is that. I'm of the belief now that this is a, this is a man-made disease. This is a designer disease, bro. Double D. Um, and that's how, you know, that's how I like my titties, but that's also how I like my, my potties, you know, P O double D Y. Um, but this is a designer disease in my opinion. Now I am a doctor. Um, I've got a PhD in podcasting, so I guess I do. I probably, I probably can speak on this. um, this dude snitched basically. Uh, and that's called, you know, bikies call it being a dog or, do- or dog cunt. Um, you know, uh, people in the mafia call it being a rat. Um, you know, gang bangers call it being a snitch. Um, gang bangers, i pro- i call it being a snitch. I'm not a gang banger, but I am, you know, 50% black. So that's probably who I, de- I identify with the most until I, until I buy a Harley Davidson. So, I uh, like basically this guy snitched on this virus, right? And whoever built this shit said, we need to give it to him. You know, um, we need to take that cunt out of here. And that's what's happened, man. That's what's happened is someone has developed this disease cause, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, there's too many people on this earth and we know this and we keep having babies. There's no law against babies except in China, right? Now, I'd be interested to know this. Out of the 590 people that died of this shit, how many of them have disobeyed the one-child rule? How many of them had two children? Now, think about that. If they're killing all these families with multiple kids, that's called punishment, bruh. And that's called... Yeah, that's called punishment. So, that's really... That's really what we need to, uh, think about. Um, this is how many people who, this is how many people should live in, in the world, right? Uh, residential buildings should not be skyscrapers. You shouldn't be allowed to have, you know, 5,000 people live where, you know, 500 people could live, you know, they apartment blocks is the most that there should be, you know, apartment blocks, not skyscrapers. So we need to get rid of residential skyscrapers. That'll get rid of, but on that, that'll that'll only probably get rid of like hundreds of thousands of people. We need to get rid of, you know, probably 3 billion people to be, to be frank, to be frank, probably 3 billion people. Now choosing those people, That's where the issue comes in. So I'd say I have to agree with Bill Burr is maybe, um, you know, people that, that go on cruises as holidays. Um, and to be honest with you, my dad's been on a cruise, so that really upsets me. But, um, most people that do cruise holidays, um, you just got to, you got to question them. Um, you know, who else you got to think of people who really don't, like we've got we've got a lot of i think people in prison count as these people so first off we got to release um people off of like drug crimes um you know uh rapists uh child molesters serial killers um those type of people got to go and then we've got to differentiate that with like a different type of murder you know so um, yeah, I don't know. Cause some, you know, some of these people are wrongly convicted and that's just like a single body, like a crime of passion, but they, they didn't even do it. But crime of passion's dangerous, bro. Cause if you've got a passionate dude out there, that's just getting into relationships, killing everybody cause he's passionate. Like he's, he's got to be locked up. Um, but if he, you know, if he's going to do that probably twice, we got to get rid of him, you know, prisons, dude. So we got to get rid of most, most of the rapists, child molesters, that kind of thing, at least at the very least, maybe serial killers too. get rid of them. Um, and you know, the serial killer is also getting rid of a few people, no offense, but we're to, we'll get rid of the serial killers. Then we get rid of the, the cruise ship people. Um, and then, you know, you just, you just, you send out a census, but it's a census that's uh, very short. And it's just common sense questions on there. And anybody that answers the common sense questions incorrectly, and there are wrong answers and you know how, um, yeah, there are wrong answers. Uh, and we will also give a link. We'll give a little link at the bottom where they can, they can go to it and ask questions if they, if they do have questions. Um, and you know how they say no stupid questions. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Yes, there is. And if you ask one, you're gone. And if you get any of the common sense questions wrong, you're gone too. So um, so that would probably... That would be a fair chunk. And then maybe that would be the start of repairing our environment and our climate change stuff, you know? So I think that's probably what this coronavirus guy's trying to do is just, you know, kill some, some people. I don't know why he's decided on China. And yeah, maybe I'm just... I haven't checked the demographic of the people that's dying, but maybe that maybe they've all gone off the two over the two child limit. I'd love someone to look into that. Uh, I believe that that could be the case. Am I being insensitive right now? I don't fucking know. You're listening to you're listening to a podcast, and the, and it's titled Fartina Hingis, bruh. Fartina Hingis is probably what I'm going to name this episode because I thought, I thought that was a good call. So I wrote it down when I said it. All right. So if you're going to listen to a fucking podcast that's titled Fartina Hingis, don't fucking complain about the wild shit that gets said on it. You know, it's all unsourced. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but also it's all very sourced because I, I am a doctor, bro. I'm a PhD of podcasting. So it is, it is, it is pretty much all sourced as well. It's all sourced, but it's all, it's unsourced that it's all sourced. Okay. <sighs> I'm glad we got that settled, man. Um, what do we got? I think, uh, I think we got some stuff sent in about, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I think this is listen to this fuck shit. So, um, let's, let's get that popping. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Shit stack. Some fuck All right. Now this one's sent in by a fuck shit. Matt. This says, and this looks let me just tell you this website that he's sent through looks pretty unsourced. It says, um, I guess it's called Reuters.com, but the heading here says, um, penis theft panic hits city. Um, this has got to be fake. Listen to this. This is this is in Congo. Police in Congo have arrested thirteen suspected sorcerers accused of using black magic to steal or shrink men's penises after a wave of panic and attempted lynchings triggered by the witchcraft. Um, so of course I'm not going to read the rest of that, Matt. Um, I just don't. I don't really know what to say to you, to be honest. Uh, penis theft, sure, sure. Um, I mean, that is fuck shit, I guess, but it just doesn't seem, what's Reuters.com, dude? Come on, brother. Um, uh, do we have any more fuck shit? Um, nope. We've only got poor posture now. So, moneymaker Mitch. Can we go to uh, Poor Posture of the Week? Poor Posture of the Week! I just realized that my my energy has dropped, and that's because of uh, some technical difficulties that you guys probably didn't hear about because Moneymaker Mitch should have taken it out of the episode. But, um, yeah, the soundboard wasn't working, I suppose. So, um, anyway, Poor Posture. This one sent in by a man named Jay. And I think I know two or three J's, So I don't know who this could be. Um, let's just click the link here. Oh, that's good fucking coffee. All right. Now, this website, <laughs> this website's called The Black Detour, which um, seems, I don't know, borderline racist, but... Florida high school coach fired for telling players to stop acting black. A Florida high school football coach has been fired after he allegedly made a racist comment to players telling them to stop acting black, according to the Daytona Beach News Journal. Kendall Bradley was the head football coach. And first of all, if your name's Kendall Bradley, bro, just go by by Bradley. Because Kendall is a female's name. Now, I know we're living in this time where nobody's female, nobody's male. And, um... Hey, honestly, let's not fucking get into it. But your name's, your name's a girl's name, bro. I'm just saying. Um, Kendall Bradley was the head football coach at Atlantic High School in Port Orange, where he was also accused of sexting two 15-year-old girls. Now, your posture's looking pretty fucked up right now. In late 2017. Oh, and you kept him. You kept him. Uh, Bradley hasn't been criminally charged da, blah, da, 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 da. he lost his job as a teacher because he was, you know, sexting. What do we, this is a long article. This is a long article, but what is acting black? You know, is it wearing your pants too low? Is it wearing your hat backwards? Is it wearing Jordans? Is it saying, you know what I'm saying? Is it saying, bruh? You know what's acting black? Is it walking with a little swagger in your step, dude? Do you know if you if you walk all uppity and shit, or um quote unquote act white, it's hard to play football that good, man. If you got that swag, you bring that fucking flame to your walk. You walk like you walk like you got a little bit of a sore ankle, but you actually don't, bruh. You're out there. You're ready to fucking bowl out. So think about that for a second. Look good, feel good, play good. All right? So if you wear a do-rag and you walk with a limp, you might just play better than if you don't. So think about that, Coach Kendall, you know? Fucking, hey, your name? Your name, bruh? Change it. You feel me? Your, bruh, your name? It's for ladies, bruh. You're fucking, dude, what is acting black? Dude, I used to, remember Wiggers? And I think Wigger is short for white nigger. Or like, a, or maybe wannabe nigger maybe. I don't know. But a Wigger was a white guy that used to act, quote unquote, act black, wear baggy jeans and Wu-Tang, you know? Hats and fucking Jordans and listen to Only Hip Hop and stuff like this. My friend Ricey, bruh. I used to, when I was an immature little man, when I was about 13, I used to be like, oh, that guy, he wishes he was black, you know? But that's why I liked him. Because, you know, I had a lot of people that were mean to me because I was black. And I was like, this guy wants to be black. I'm gonna be his friend, you know? So it was a positive to act black. Because then you get to be friends with um, the boss man. I wasn't the boss at that time. I don't think I became the boss for probably... I don't think I became the boss till probably around 2011. Wait, is that wrong? When did I go to college? 2009. Yeah, probably 2011 or 12. I probably became the boss, man, I would say. So think about that. Um, Yeah, dude, this dude's posture is pretty fucked up, man. I think... I think maybe his posture is so fucked up that he's got his his own head up up his own asshole and um, everything's black in there. So he he's just been yelling, stop acting black into his own anus, bruh. But um, thank you, Jay, for sending in Coach Candle. He sounds like a fucking clown. What else we got here, guys? Um, now, we're in poor posture now, so... Um. Uh, what have you guys sent in here? Woman is reunited with her dog after seeing her on a beer can. No, not sure you guys know what poor posture is. Oh, there's a okay. There's an article saying consume cow urine and cow dung to stop the effect of coronavirus. Now. I'm not going to read this. This is, this comes in from Sarah, but I'm not going to read it. I'm going to say if anyone actually believes that article, your posture is fucked up. If anyone goes out there and eats cow shit and drinks cow piss because they they read that article, your posture, bruh, your posture, boo-boo is fucked up, you know? Oh, shit. Someone sent in the article about... Weinstein accuser says he has no testicles. And this is coming in from Pete. Thank you, Pete. Jessica Mann testified in a Manhattan courtroom Friday that Harvey Weinstein engaged in forced oral sex and raped her in early 2013 and alleged that she was in a twisted relationship with him because of her sexual inexperience. As materially described alleged incidents, she also made the bombshell claim that Weinstein doesn't have testicles and appeared to have a vagina, saying she thought he was intersex the first time she saw him naked. Dude, and Weinstein, I think Weinstein's doubling down and saying that he didn't do any of this shit to any of these bitches, you know? And if you've got a problem with me saying bitches, also just remember that you're listening to a podcast titled Fartina Hingis, most likely. All right? So just relax. If you listen to a podcast that says Fatina Hingis, <laughs> bro, you're probably going to hear some ignorant shit, you know? Um, Weinstein faces charges in New York City for allegedly raping man, and that's her surname, M A N N N, P O D D D Y, just like the titties, and for an alleged sexual assault on former actress Mimi Haley? Haley? Mimi Haley? Haley spelled H-A-L-E-Y-I. Um, also change it. Um, prosecutors have used Sopranos actress Annabella Sicora or Siora allegation that Weinstein raped her around the late 1993 to bolster their claim that Weinstein has a pattern of predatory behavior, predatory or predatory. You tell me Weinstein has maintained his innocence. See, see, I'm on top of this shit, man. I'm saying shit before the article says shit. Um, we, he would talk very dirty to me about fantasies and things and compare me to the other things, actresses that he said were doing kinky, dirty things with him. He always wanted to film me. I never gave him permission. He would say, do you like, (laughs) he would say, do you like my big fat Jewish dick claimed man? The first time I saw him fully naked, she said, I thought he was deformed and intersex. He has an extreme scarring that I didn't know. Maybe. He was a burn victim. He does not have testicles and it appears that he has a vagina, she claimed, saying she had oral sex with Weinstein. Oh! 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 Dude, I feel fucking sick, man. So what? She went down on this dude and what? Ate his pussy? (laughs) I'm sorry what so she ate his pussy dude oh man he does not oh man as man claimed that he had deformed genitals Weinstein dropped his head he also peed on me once she also said of Weinstein who was 67 prosecutor Joan Elluzzi said asked man to describe Weinstein's hygiene oh god oh god um, it was very bad, she said. He smelled like shit. Excuse me, sorry. Like poop. He was just dirty. Mann entered the courtroom at ten o six AM. Weinstein eyed her as she walked to the witness stand. Luzi's initial questioning was clearly meant to establish both man's naivete and vulnerability. Man testified that she grew up in a Washington State dairy community, that she had a turbulent family life and was raised in a strict Christian tradition. It was a lot of cows, it smelled like poop she said there wasn't a lot of culture. So she says poop twice in this line of questioning. So that's interesting. Um, let's go further down. I don't care about the way she grew up. There were a few moments where he made like a grunting sound and he would look at me, but I didn't know if it was personality or sort of an autistic like trait. She said, At a subsequent meeting in a hotel bar, Weinstein claimed he was annoyed by people coming out to him and asked the restaurant to bring their orders to his hotel suite. The staff brought everything upstairs, but he was not interested in finishing our food. I was hungry, she said. He started to like undress himself a little, but you know, I just thought he was getting comfortable, but he continued and he was walking to his bedroom and he wanted me to go in there. And I was just hesitating. And he said, let me give you a massage. Take off your shirt just relax dude that's so bold man so bold dude I had a friend I had a friend tell me once I was I was struggling I was going through a bit of a dry period dry patch where I wasn't getting much poissy and he told me like oh next like I wasn't I wasn't closing so I was getting girls to come to my place and we were hanging out watching a movie and they were leaving and stuff like that and I wasn't making moves I was I was in my own head and he goes he says to me oh dude, just take your dick out. She'll know what to do. And that's a red flag, bruh. Now I'm not going to say who it was obviously, or what time of my life this was at, but just take your dick out, bruh. Now that's called, now, you know, in 2020, we call that Weinstein you know, um, okay, so this dude's just being bold as fuck. I was like, no, that's okay. I don't want a massage. And this went on for a good moment. And, um, he made me feel stupid. Like, why did I think it was such a big deal? And he said, well, if you're not going to let me give you a massage, give me a massage. At that point he had his shirt off and he had lotion. I started putting the lotion on his back, just like very awkwardly with a flat palm, stiff fingers and smeared it around. She said he had a lot of he had a lot of black heads and the texture of that was uncomfortable. Jesus. Let's see. Okay. this Now her next thing is at a party. It started with him saying, I reminded him of his wife because I was clumsy and she was clumsy and he told me I was prettier than Natalie Portman. He gave us criticism on both our images. He said that I needed to clear my skin up. Jesus Christ. Have you seen Weinstein's, Weinstein's face, bruh? And he does. He looks like a burn victim with, um, with acne. Um, he told Talita she needed to lose weight. He goes, you guys are both perfect for this film that I'm producing. It's a vampire film and you both make perfect leads. Um, the bar was closing and he urged them to join him upstairs. I said, ha ha ha. Oh no, I know what that means. She recalled saying that Weinstein laughed at her and responded, I'm an, I'm a harmless old man. Uh, Weinstein was pacing, man and her friend are sitting on the sofa and he walked back to his hotel room. No, he walked back into his room. She said, he called my name. She said, crying. Toledo urged her to see what Weinstein wanted. I leaned in and I said, what do you want? And he grabbed my arm and pulls me around. And as he's pulling me around, he closes the door and says to Toledo, we'll just be a minute. The more I fall, the angrier he got. Um... Then he said, let me do something for you. I'm not letting you leave until I do something for you. He wouldn't let me, she claimed. He told me to sit in the bed and that's when he went down on me. I started to fake an orgasm to get out of it. He asked me how it was, if I liked it and um, I was nervous so I told him, oh, it was the best I ever had. I got out of there as fast as I could. Um, Toledo was asking what happened. I said, we got to go and we left. I made the decision to be in a relationship with him. And part of that was because I was sexual with very few people. I entered, I entered into what I thought was going to be a real relationship with him. And it was extremely degrading from that point on. Jesus Christ. I thought he was going to hurt my father. He said to me, he has guys with bats. He pulled me aside to the corner and told me not to embarrass him. Jesus Christ. What else? Uh, Uh, da, da, da. Jesus, this is so dark. After Weinstein checked in, he put his arm on her and st- uh, and started leading her upstairs. They started to argue in his room. He demanded that man get undressed. Man tried to leave twice, but he blocked the door. She alleged left without options. Man said, I gave up at that point and I undressed and he stood over me until I was completely naked and then told me to lay on the bed. And once he was naked and laying on the bed, he walked, no, And once he was naked and laying on the bed, he walked into the bathroom and sort of closed the door behind him, she said. And, and then he came out naked and he was, he got on top of me and that's when he put himself inside of me. His penis inside of me. Now, let me just stop there. Now this is dark guys. I understand that. And we'll move on after this to some would you rathers or some advice or something. But she said that she thinks he's got a vagina but he's, now she's saying she put that he put his penis inside of her, you know? So I'm confused about that. Anyway, let's keep reading. Let's see if there's more info here. After the alleged rape, man said she went to the bathroom. I'm just trying to collect myself for a minute and I see a needle in the trash can and I flip it out and I grab it and I look at it. I remember the name because I wanted to Google it and I was... It was the realization that he stabbed himself with a needle and there was, there has to be blood pressure because he was inside of me. I was in shock over that. What? It was the realization that he stabbed himself with a needle and there has to be blood because he was inside of me. I was in shock over that. Asked whether Weinstein used a condom man said no. She was asked about the needle. I do not remember the medical term, but when I Googled it, it basically implied dead penis type thing, she said. They walked downstairs shortly thereafter. She did not tell her friend, blah, blah. blah. I'm going to stop because this actually has a lot more, but holy shit. Oh, there's a video here of him getting asked if, what she said about his body was accurate. Let's have a listen to that. Mr. Weinstein is Jessica Mann's description of your body. Accurate. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Perfect. It sounded like he said, Oh dude, that was dark and we're having some fucking technical difficulties today. I don't know if you heard that video just start going, but that really pissed me off. But it's rough, rugged and raw here. The welcome to the party podcast. Um, geez, we need a, would you rather, um, intro. So if you guys could fucking, if someone could create one, maybe a, a, would you rather sort of intro music, that would be dope. Just send that to welcometothepotty at gmail.com. Cause, um, I don't know how to do it. Uh, also, um, dude, Weinstein's posture, dude. Get your shit together, bruh. And he actually, he actually does walk with a walker because his posture is fucked up. So think about that. Um, all right. Let's, uh, do we have any good sound bites that we could possibly use for, uh, um, would you rather? What do we got here? Oh, man. because that's how I feel sometimes with the questions um with the the questions that you guys the would you rathers that you guys send in um now someone who's this Paul again so this could be the same guy that sent in last time but would you rather have a million dollars or have a million ducks that you telepathically control with your mind um Well, I've got to take the million dollars, dude, because I don't, honestly, I don't give a fuck about having a million ducks, dude. A million ducks? Where am I going to put them? I guess anywhere, because I'm going put them telepathically somewhere. But why? What am I going to do with a million ducks? Be annoying. I can be be annoying with a million dollars. I'm taking the money, Paul. Next. Um, Now, this one, someone has sent in a long one. And uh, who is it? Luca. Luca, you're a nerd, bro. And I used to play, um, we used to play pickup on, I think it was Friday mornings. Um, we used to play pickup at uh, McGill campus, U- University of South Australia, McGill campus. And there was a little kid there called Luca. And we was playing with, you know, I was a pro at the time and I was in the off season so he's you know this kid man. So I wonder if he if he got good because he was playing with some some guys that could ball and he was just a kid. So this could be Luca, but let's see what he has to say. Would you rather have a debit card that has an infinite amount of money on it that you can use whenever you want, and in brackets he said this would not affect the economy hypothetically, or the perfect partner forever in brackets perfect body face personality etc. Based on your interests. And what you would consider the perfect partner. Um, let me tell you this. I'm not concerned about the fucking economy. If I've got an infinite, you know, a credit card with infinite money. Do you know what I mean? So like, I don't care whether it affects the economy because I'm going to have infinite money regardless. Um, but what they say is you don't know that money doesn't make you happy. That money doesn't buy happiness until you have money you know? So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the perfect partner, man. I'm going to take the perfect partner. And Rachel's, you know, Rachel's having a little bit of a problem with her, with her skin on her face at the moment. Right. So I think if I took that, if I took the perfect partner, she would be happy about that because it'd probably just give me her and it might even just clear up her skin a little bit. And she'd be like, wow, that was really unselfish of you, Clay, you know? And then we could, you know, do sex or something. Um, would you, rather? Oh, this one is from Alexis, Alexis. And I met a girl called Alexis at college. So no, that was Alexa. I don't know if I know on Alexis. Um, I know a girl called Alexis in a Kanye West song, you know, um, would you rather want people not caring about hurting your feelings or about hurting your body? So they don't care about hurting my feelings or my body. Um, depends what kind of body pain, I guess. Are they like ripping my arms off? Are they, you know, whipping me like like in the slave days? Or are they just like giving me Indian burns, you know? Because if it's Indian burns and like, you know, sometimes making me do dishes when the water's too hot or something like that, I can probably handle that more. But if it's like, you know, pulling out my toenails and like, you know, cutting my tongue down the middle, or, you know, tearing my ears off my head and shit like that, I've got to go for feelings, bro. Cause I've had a few bitches hurt my feelings real bad before, you know? Um, I walked in on one of my exes um, having sexual intercourse with another man. Um, uh, I had one girlfriend, uh, who just stopped contacting me. And so I went to her house and she didn't answer the door. And I looked, I tried to look through the gap. You know how blinds often have like a small gap. Um, I tried to look through that on her bedroom and it honestly looked, it honestly to me, and I could have been paranoid. It honestly looked like there was two bodies in the bed. Um, And now she's... Now she's got a kid. So think about that. She could have easily have been cheating on me as well. Um, I had another girlfriend. We were doing long distance. I'm spending hundreds of dollars flying her to Adelaide. I'm flying out to wherever she was at. Um, And she's got a male housemate. And their relationship raised a red flag for me. And I said something. She called me crazy. And then... um, she ended up breaking up with me and then she's in a relationship with him. So I was fucking right the whole time, you know, and that hurts, that hurts a man's feelings. So I've had my feelings hurt before and I got through it. I've also had my body hurt before, but it just, you haven't really been clear about how hurt I'm getting. So if, if it is like full extreme pain, like you're pulling out, you're dislocating my, you you know, you're snapping my fingers, you're, you're dislocating my fingers, you're pulling out my fingernails, you know, you're, um, you know, rupturing my eye socket, you know, things like that. Then I'm taking the hurt feelings, but yeah, if you're, you know, running my, if you're running the bath for me and it's too hot or whatever, or, or like you're giving me a cup of soup that's too hot and I burn my, the roof of my mouth, you know, or like, you know, you leave Lego around the house and I'm sometimes stepping on it. Oh, I can take, I'll probably take that instead of the feelings. So yeah, that one's a tough one. Cause you didn't really say how hurt my body's getting all my feelings for that matter. But you know, I've had hurt feelings. When Kobe died, my feelings hurt. I don't like feeling like that, but, um, yeah, it depends on how hurt my body's getting on to on which I pick. So thank you, Alexis. Next. Callum, would you rather be a wealthy person in medieval times or lower middle-class person in today's society? Oh, dude, I'd rather be lower middle-class today. That's what I'd say. That's probably, no, I'm probably, what am I? Middle to, to upper middle. Um, I'd probably, I'd, I'd prefer to be lower middle-class. That's how I grew up and I had no problems with that. Um, and you know, there was no plague coming for me. People weren't like, you know, shooting flaming arrows at my castle, nothing like that. So yeah, I'll take, I'll take lower middle in today's society, to be honest. Um, would you rather have both your eyes removed or both your hands removed? I think probably my eyes man. Yeah, I think if I'm blind I can still hold a microphone and do comedy, I can still do the podcast with a little bit of help. I can learn braille, get a braille laptop or whatever. Um I can I can listen to podcasts with like I don't know. I can listen to eBooks. Well, I can do everything with my hands, you know, but I, but I don't really see what I'm doing is the problem. But I know that people people with no eyes, they they get around, they get, well, no they've got eyes, but no sight. They get around the world and they do all right. I can get a little dog. I can get a little um assistance dog. Um, And I can pat my dog, you know, with my hands. I'm going to say eyes removed. Um and oh sorry, who was that? Oh fuck, I need, I never Ando! I never bring my glasses to the potty. Um Ando, so thanks, that was depressing Ando. Um Listen to this. Listen to this dumb one. And I'm sorry, this one says Pedro, and I don't know if anyone's even called that except for Napoleon Dynamite. But listen to this dumbass would you rather? Would you rather live in a utopian world? or continue living in our current world. Now, if you guys don't know what utopia is, it's a world where everything is perfect. Now, why would I not want to live where everywhere is everything's perfect, bro? Dude, what? So that means everything's perfect. So like, you think someone's like, oh yeah, you could have your perfect job. Dude, perfect job? If the world's perfect, I don't even need to work. I can do what I want when I want you know, I can play video games. I can, I can go out to eat. I can, I can do jet skis, potties, you know? So I think, I think I would have to go utopia, bro. I can do whatever I want, bro. Just go hang out with dogs, you know? Just anything, man. Have good knees. Play ball. Play fucking ball, man. Oh, man. Shit. Well, that's an hour. We didn't get to... We didn't get to advice. I had some clips. People sent through some clips this week, which was interesting. I didn't even ask for that. Or maybe I did. I don't remember. But, um... Uh, maybe on the next episode, we'll watch some clips. Um... And we'll do some advice. So sorry if anybody's got any, anything urgent, man. But it's fucking Saturday, bruh. Everybody have a good weekend. Stay vertical, man. Be safe, you know. Um, I love you guys. Don't forget, follow Welcome to the podium on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, subscribe. Please subscribe to YouTube and um, whatever you listen to uh, podcasts on. And when you do subscribe, just, um, yeah, make sure you rate and review it five stars and share it, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this shit. This shit's fire, bro. believe that. Um, and, uh, don't forget also welcome to the potty.com slash store Buy a welcome to the potty unsourced tea and 5% of all proceeds actually go to a different charity each month. This month, Adelaide Koala Rescue, um, helping these, helping these koalas out from the, uh, the bushfires. So. Um, Yeah, man. I love you guys. Thank you for joining me. Um, Please tell a friend, tell a friend. Just share it, man. If I see that you've shared it, if I see that you've shared it, referral bonus, all right? So think about that. Every time. Every time, bruh. Every fucking time. You share it 10 times, 10 referral bonuses, but it's going to probably be a different referral bonus every time because I probably, you know, but... Dude, if I I see that you've shared this shit Referral bonus, dude Think about that I love you guys, man Don't forget to love yourselves This is Welcome to the Party And as always Bung Bung